Hello everyone, this is a little update from us, um, Sailing Tropical Dawn, today's Saturday 22nd of July, we wanted to let you hear some of the radio. Oh yeah, Mr. Sammy Davis, Roy now, I've got to be me, I can't be you, definitely not, you can't, no, 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 they have a show every Saturday morning, I think, because we've heard them before, and it's just like, yeah, it's just so funny. <laughs> it's like seeing the family. We'll put a link to the to the um, a streaming that stream on internet, so you can actually listen to it everywhere, anywhere in the world. But it's just, yeah, we <laughs> just love the radio here. It's just, yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's something else. Yeah, it's really cool. Wanted to get that article to maybe read the one about um, what happened with the tortoises. Although you already did tell that story. No, we told the story, but this is the article that was in the newspaper. Okay. Um, if you okay. don't mind. You want to have all the facts. You were like <laughs> kind of paraphrasing, and you weren't sure about all the facts. So maybe we should give the full story. So, so it's it's quite funny because it's on the front page. It says attempted murder at plantation house, and there's a picture of one tortoise upside down. And then, like, a little way away, there's, like, a puddle with another tortoise inside of it. Which, which is in the independent, one of the two weekly newspapers here yeah. on the island. So the paper comes out every Thursday. Both of them come out every Thursday. Mm. It says, um, Our sometimes retired, sometimes not, very skilled and fully committed Joe, the vet, made his usual visit to plantation this week for a Sunday afternoon check on the tortoises and to feed Jonathan. <clears throat> When he arrived, he realized he was witnessing an attempted murder. David, a male with a history of aggression, had fought with Fred and left Fred to die. <laughs> the scene of the crime had been carefully chosen. It was a hollow in the paddock which lies beside the large lawn in front of Plantation House. Fred's life-threatening plight could not be seen either from Plantation House or the viewing corridor. By carefully looking for clues at the crime scene, Joe could see clearly that Fred had shown his aggression streak once more. Fred had not left the scene of his crime. He was wallowing in a muddy pool at the bottom of the hollow. His cold heart showed no concern for Fred, who was lying helplessly on his back nearby. Joe, fought, sorry, Joe thought Fred had been on his back for some hours, but when Joe turned him over onto his feet, he appeared to have survived without any lasting harm. On weekdays, the gardeners keep an eye on the tortoises, and Joe the vet checks on them at weekends. Joe also feeds Jonathan and checks him too, making sure that Jonathan is, in good, is good to go for another century. If Joe had not visited the tortoises last weekend, Fred had been dead by Monday morning. Throughout the whole of these dark deeds, Jonathan was completely unconcerned. But then, after at least 191 years... Jonathan must have seen everything. On a previous occasion, Teeny Lucy found David on his back. The reason he got the wrong way up had nothing to do with his aggressive behavior resulting in a fight. In fact, the circumstances could not have been different. David was earnestly amorous with Emma again. Due to his earnestness or his testosterone levels, he seems to have tried to show off some gymnastic skills which went sadly wrong, causing him to roll over on his back instead of onto Emma. <laughs> That's the article in the paper. <laughs> brilliant. I think it might, might have been the same person who was talking about it on, on the radio. 
it's because uh, I think a lot of the people who do write in the newspaper, some of them are also have radio shows. So it's like it's a local press. But anyway, it's just yeah, like a lot of the about the radio and the newspaper is quite well. Sometimes it's just interesting, but often it's like also very well written by me, which is very funny. Yeah. <laughs> But I think the actual, I mean, we just want, I just wanted to throw that in because I thought it was so funny and I think yeah. we might forget next week. But I think we just wanted to give an update on, um, where we are on our previous, uh, yeah. podcast. We, yesterday we had our, our regular Friday podcast, which was very short. I think it was just eight minutes because we were very upset and stressed and, mm-hmm. uh, anxious to get to shore to find out if we were going to be able to catch a flight or not. So just for people who haven't listened to the previous podcast, we were planning to fly to Joburg, so back to South Africa, from here from St. Helena, um, with Coco, our dog, because we can't, obviously can't leave her on the boat, um, and she's not allowed on land here. And also we wouldn't have wanted to leave her here, but there was also no option. So uh, for two weeks we'd been... Going back and forth with um, the local um, travel agents, travel agents yeah. uh, who had um, contacted a pet travel agent in South Africa, and then we ourselves tried to get news from um, state vet or someone in the state vet office in South Africa, and yeah, it took a very long. When we we yeah. didn't get. We, we still haven't get, got our answer uh, well, after two weeks. Yeah. We didn't get an answer. Well, we we got an answer from the office of the state vet in South Africa, which said which said we it was okay and we only needed these documents. But apparently that wasn't enough. They needed to get an answer from the actual vet themselves, which mm. still yesterday, well, until now we still didn't get. So um, yesterday we ca- well we had to cancel our flight because our flight would have been today and we wouldn't have been able to fly. But we we decided not to move the flight to a later date because we're basically yeah just all the stress and just we, we just basically we wanted to get off the island. Not that it's not not nice here, but we just I think we've had enough time here now. Um, well, actually, there were yeah we we definitely needed a break off the island and off the boat. But I think um, what was I going to say? Uh, oh, I forgot my train of thought, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, why we were gonna... Uh, why we, oh, we cancelled the flight. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we cancelled as opposed to rescheduling because we still hadn't had confirmation from the vet that Coco was actually going to be allowed to fly one way or another. If we'd had an answer yesterday that yes, it was possible, but um, that they would only be able to sort out paperwork or whatever by next week, then we could have rescheduled, but we hadn't. we had basically 24 hours before up until before our flight mm. to decide if we're going to cancel or reschedule. And then obviously there's costs associated with that. So if we rescheduled, we'd have to pay like 300 pounds. Yeah. Um, and if we canceled, was, uh, we'd have to 200 pounds. Oh, we would get a refund, uh, but we would, lo- like there's a, a um, what do you call it? Cancellation fee or something, which ended up being 200 pounds, I think. Yeah, that's what I just said. Yeah, I just wanted to clarify that okay <laughs> so the thing is like if we didn't have any 
idea if this was actually ever going to be allowed, then we would have had to reschedule and then possibly have to cancel anyway. So, Which also, would mean, yeah, it's been would, like a, yeah, we would have had paid the 300 and then on top of that, the 200, yeah. so we would have yeah. lost more money. And it was like also a huge emotional and mental strain on yeah. us the last two weeks. It's like really, like, I just realized, you know, like when you want something so badly, actually, it become sometimes it can be like a, it can be that desire to have what you really want can actually mm. really hurt you, actually. Yeah, so, I, I guess the other thing is, like, also, we, yeah. like, I, I got very upset the last few days. I mean, that's why you could hear it in our, our, our voices. Old, old yeah. episode from yesterday. Um, but, uh, yeah, I was just getting so angry and, and upset and, and, like, I couldn't properly sleep. And it just mainly because, like, Either, like, now is like, well, we should be packing up the boat or, like, I mean, which we've done into, up to a certain point, but, like, packing to fly out, making the boat ready for being away for three months, like, well, we made most arrangements, it just, we were basically, it wasn't clear what we were preparing for, either to fly back, which would be back quite a big thing, and actually seeing friends mm -hmm. and family in, in South Africa, which we were looking forward to, which is why we were okay with paying for a flight. And the whole going through the whole rigmarole of, of flying with Coco. But and we like, also had to arrange for a crate to come in from South Africa, yeah. uh, an animal carrier, because they couldn't have, there's none on the island and no one could make one for us. In well, we couldn't get confirmation numbers, yeah. that one could be made for us in time, so we just flew one in from. from so there's been like a whole lot of like admin yeah. around yeah. trying to see. But actually, yesterday, once we had an answer, like that the answer was like it's very unlikely that you're going to get an answer today <laughs> then we we were kind of like we started to relax a bit more yeah. and come to terms and be more at peace with yeah. like okay now we know what's happening we can start like planning for something else yeah. now so, so we did tell our friends and family yesterday um obviously we cancelled the flight yeah uh which apparently we would have had time till today noon to do mm. but like there wasn't any point because i mean it was clear we weren't going to be able to fly Anyway, um, so yeah, it's uh, quite of a big relief. The interesting thing is, like, since we booked the flights, like, like especially since things were so difficult, like, every couple of days you would ask, like, did we make the right choice flying back, or, like, should we just... Yeah, that's true. Uh, so, I mean, it's not that we were doubting the decision, it just... I guess. No, we re we really wanted to come home. We really wanted to see our friends and family and have some time off the boat. But there was also this like nagging, but are we being stupid now because we're leaving our boat there? And we're gonna have to find a way to get back and then sail back the boat Which back we anyway. We would have to do yeah. anyway. We would have to continue sailing anyway, and yeah. maybe having a break from sailing might make that more difficult. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I guess there's like mm. a lot of doubts which when you make a big decision like like this. Mm. So. On the one hand, it's good that this decision has been made for us, and we're not even going to try it now to fly mm -hmm. out because we're just like, well, next week's flight is more expensive because, well, it's almost fully booked, so we would have to wait two weeks. And like Kay said, we wouldn't even know if if Coco would be allowed to fly. It sounds like it would be, but like it's just like, yeah, anyway. But it's also like we had it in Velvet's Bay, and we've had it now. Like we've yeah. been in, you've been in a place for so long and then you start to get really like restless like you yeah. need to you need to move on you need to have a change and I think that's where we're at now so I think even like two more weeks here as lovely as it is and as wonderful as people are it would just be like too much for us yeah, yeah. especially since we really just had like made an emotional mental like uh, yeah. adjustment that some change is coming yeah 
So we just want to let everyone know that we're okay with what's happened. Um, and I yeah. mean, what I wanted to say is like, on the one hand, this is just like making the best out of the situation. Yes, yeah. But I mean, there's also something to be said for actually doing a complete crossing of the South Atlantic. Yes, yeah. I mean, I think we felt like we could fly back and not feel like we, we hadn't given this a proper try, but there's yeah. like a bit of a symbolic thing of actually crossing an ocean mm. from one continent to another, um, which I think will, I mean, I guess it's just like we're trying now to see all the positive things of, of continuing uh, to sail, which is also we'll see a bit of Brazil. We might still see some of the yachts we've met here, although most of them left here like over a month ago, and by the time we get there, some of them are still in Cabadelo, which will, is not, most likely will be our first stop. I think most of them will have, or all of them probably will have left by then, but still, we get to see a bit of Brazil. We don't need to leave the boat. Uh, we don't need to plan coming back to the boats and leaving Coco behind mm. when we what, what, what would have been the plan, like, because well, we would have had to sail the boat back anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, there's, there's some positives also. Um, and yeah, so the, the plan now is, the boat is, is pretty much ready, we just need to, want to top up our gas bottles. Water. Water, but the gas bottles can only, they only do it on Thursday, yeah. so we'll, we'll fill those on Thursday, we'll spend the week getting the boat ready to go, which pretty much is ready like we did like the important stuff we did uh, and then we'll probably sail on Friday uh, for Cabadella which should take us about two weeks and then from there we'll, we'll see I mean the plan is to from Cabadella which is kind of the closest port to St. Helena might not be exactly but like pretty much like uh, if you go west from here you end up like somewhere near Cabadella and then probably from there we'll just we'll spend who knows how long in Cabadella, probably at least a week, but you know, we'll try not to spend too much time there, not get stuck anywhere, because we noticed that's like Kay was saying, like that's just when things, when you start to like not enjoy it anymore. But on the other hand, after a big crossing, you do need a bit of time to recover. To recover. So, but from there, it would be like uh, fairly easy sailing south, like along the coast, and there's a few places we can stop, so it wouldn't be very long sales. Plan is to eventually get to Rio de Janeiro, and from there, either from Rio de Janeiro, we could sail for Cape Town, which would be like a bit of um, we'd have to head south first before we get the right winds, the westerly winds. Um, which which makes me think that it might make more sense to continue to Buenos Aires, to Argentina, which would mean that we have to sail a little bit further than from Rio to Cape Town. Buenos Aires to Cape Town is a bit further, because it's like if you look at the shape of South America, it's like it's further west, but at least there we could sail in a straight line, which would make things easier, plus we would... Be in the winds. Yeah, the winds yeah. would be like favorable, we wouldn't have to look for the right winds, and then... And plus we would get to see another country and mm. I mean Buenos Aires I think might be a lovely place. But that's all future plans. We don't we don't know exactly when or yeah, where we will stop. The plan is still to sail back to um, Cape Town in either spring or early summer and hopefully be back in Cape Town before the end of the year. Yeah.
Um, and then another thing um, is for our trip from St. Helena to Carbadillo, there's another yachty here mm. who has suggested or asked if we could uh, buddy sail. Um, so I think we've never done it before, but mm. I think it just means that we both going in the same direction. So we'll just check up on each other maybe once or twice a day to see. Yeah. How things are going if everyone, and if everyone's okay because he's, mm. he's a solar sailor yeah. so um, I imagine that's all it will be yeah and, yeah. Yeah. and yeah. if anything goes wrong there's another boat close by yeah um, which I mean I've I've always had a bit of my doubts yeah. about buddy sailing because first of all like what's the chances of you both going the same speed even if you leave at the same time and you're heading exactly the same direction uh, at least his boat is also a monohull about the same size as ours, so it probably would kind of have the same speed, yeah. speed but even then, like, yeah. So, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm willing to give it a try, mm. but it's more kind of to help him out than, mm. I mean, I don't, yeah. for myself, I, I don't see for us see a benefit, but I can see that it's, it would be beneficial to him because he is by himself, and yeah. So, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, We'll uh, chat to him about that this week. Yeah. Um, I think it could be a good experience as well to just... Yeah, I yeah. guess so. Just to see how easy or difficult it is to see if it is actually worth... Whenever in the future where we're sailing, if there are people going the same direction in a similar boat, mm-hmm. if it would be worth to body sail. Yeah, well, one of the uh, other yachties was telling us how um, a friend of, of hers... It was basically two couples who were sailing, but the two women were, like, really good friends. So on all their ships and stuff, they would just be, like, <laughs> chatting on the radio. And radio. Like, especially in the nighttime shifts, they would keep each other company and yeah. just it would just be a lot smoother and easier for them yeah. that way. I mean, in that case, so, and I think they also had similar boats. So in that case, I guess it makes sense, but that's less about the safety yeah. aspect as the social yes. aspect. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's interesting because here, one where at Anchor, like, the VHF radio is always on Channel 16, which is mm. a few... If you're on on the water, 16 is like the channel. You always have to be on channel 16 because it's the safety. Mm. Like if anything important or if you have to send out a mayday, or it's on channel 16, which also means you're just not supposed to be like chatting for a long mm. time. If you have a longer thing to say, you have to twitch to another channel. But obviously, if you're in the middle of the ocean with no one around, then <laughs> I mean, they might still switch to another channel. But yeah, anyway, I was just thinking about that. It's like, oh, if you're in the middle of the ocean, there's no one else yeah. anyway. So yeah, we'll see, because I think VHF range is about, in the best um, optimal conditions, is about 40, maybe 50 nautical miles, so which... Hmm? How many kilometers is that? Uh, it's... Uh, an like nautical mile is 1.8 kilometers, so... Well, it's really far, it's yeah. like um, nine, 80, 90 kilometers, oh, okay. so it's, it's quite, quite far that you can still Give talk to each other. Yeah. But on the other hand, on a passage that takes uh, probably about two weeks, you do end, uh, there's a f- fair chance you end up drifting further apart than that. But uh, I don't know. I guess it's an interesting thing to see how easy mm. it is to... And also, what if we are starting to drift out of each other's range, if that would mean that we don't have to go slow down? Or I guess that's what we want to... figure out, yeah. Well, t- chat to him about what he, how he sees it. Because, I mean, I'm happy to do it, but I also feel like 
yeah, I also just want to sail. So if I'm like, I don't want, um, it's the same actually when you're driving. Like sometimes yeah. when you're driving somewhere, it's like, oh, we're all going the same direction. Let's drive together. Obviously traffic is different, but I often find it more stressful because now yeah. you're trying to keep an eye on another car in front of behind you. Yeah. Unless obviously it's like you're driving to the Tankwa Karoo, which is in the middle of nowhere where you don't have cell phone reception. Then you want to stay close to each other. In case of a, an emergency, but yeah, anyway, so it's a bit, I feel a bit the same about buddy sailing. I'm just like, it does sound like it could be more stressful, okay. but we'll see. Yeah, hey? sounds good. Um, yeah, so this is just a little extra uh, podcast episode to give everyone an update, because yesterday's was like very short and like it was... Very moody. Very moody, and basically <laughs> we don't know what's happening. Now we know what's happening, and this is what's happening. Um, as will be offshore for probably about two weeks we'll do the same thing as we did when we were sailing from Walvis Bay to here we'll uh, record a few podcast episodes and just uh, so that there's going to be an, a new episode every Friday still um, so yeah we've got a few few episodes in our head that we want to record um, and yeah we'll on, on the next um, episode we'll share our link again with uh, for the tracking, for, if you want to see where we are, and even if you want to send us a text message on uh, Garmin InReach, then then you can. Um, but I, I guess that's it for this week, hey? Yeah. I don't think we've got much okay. much more to say. Just the update, we're mm. going to Brazil. We feel okay about it. We feel it. okay, <laughs> we're actually happy, we were actually, like yesterday evening, and like last night and this morning, we've actually felt better than we've felt last week or two even weeks, two weeks yeah. so i think it all feels feels right um what's happening and yeah um yeah we're gonna sell further west <laughs> well that's it for for this week's episode um we'll be back uh, on friday with a new episode till then bye <laughs>